As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Yo, Maniacs, this is Hulk Hogan, the greatest of all times. And I want to thank you guys for listening to Cavino and Rich. So after you train, say your prayers, and eat your vitamins, what you going to do when Cavino Mania and Richer Mania run wild on you, brothers? Yeah! What you going to do? <laughs> yeah! Now I'm fired up. CNR on FSR. 877-99 on Fox. Yeah. Happy holidays. Ramos on the ones and twos. Danny G. Dan Byer pumped about his... Seahawks on the update. Spotty's here at Cavino and Rich on social media. It's Cavino and Rich, and thank you for hanging out. All right, let's uh, go to your phone calls. Let's go to your feedback. When 50 hits, uh, we said let's go old school wrestlers today. Who, Remember, 35 years ago, on this day, Vince's infamous performance of Stand Back was at the 1987 Slammy Awards. Honestly, and, and it was so goofy. It was the yeah, goofiest. Anytime Hulk Hogan, I know he's a pretty good guitar player but when you've seen him play guitar with his big sausage fingers it just always looked weird to me the whole thing was really cheesy um i know you loved hulk hogan's cd rich i know you loved like isn't his he your first rock album pile driver pile driver so we asked well, you fox sports radio nation on a throwback thursday the greatest wrestling gimmicks of all time rich I, gave his top three i'll give top you my three, top three um we're definitely going honky tonk man jake the snake roberts and number one Oh, see, there's guys I want to put in there like Macho Man, but it's too obvious. You got to go the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Do you remember he kicked the basketball away from that little kid? <laughs> the kid was trying to earn money? Yo, he stuck with that gimmick so hard on a throwback Thursday that he was on Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Yeah. Like We were all convinced that he really lived this lavish sort of lifestyle back then. And, you know, when you throw it back, you have to remember that gimmicks, like they didn't break the gimmick. Like, Pee Wee Herman was Pee Wee Herman, for the most part. Yeah. You know, Macho Man was Macho Man. When he went on Arsenio Hall, any late-night talk show, he, they didn't break character. Like, that's who they were. I'm so proud of myself. Oh, yeah. So my top three are, you know, best gimmicks, old school wrestling, are as follows. Number three. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, because everyone said I looked like him. <laughs> and I'm Mexican and Italian. But Ricky the Dragon, yeah. you know, I, I'm a big fan of Tito Santana. Arriba! But Ricky the Dragon was the guy. Coming in at number two, the Ultimate Warrior. 
I mean, ah, that he guy, stunk. he stunk. He just, yeah, I, I know, but he was the uh, intercontinental champ, and he sparked my imagination. I liked him. So whether or not you – did I say the honky-tonk man stunk? I like the Ultimate Warrior. Okay. You can't decide for me. Okay. This is my – I think he was awesome. All right. He, dude was ripped, <laughs> too. The dude was jacked. I like the Ultimate Warrior. And my number one is another guy who's like, I don't like him. My number one, Mr. Perfect. David, I mean, that was the best everything perfect. And a fun fact, Mr. Perfect's best friend before he passed away, rest in peace, Mr. Perfect, Wade Boggs. Yeah. Did you know that? Baseball player Wade Boggs and Mr. Perfect were best buds. But when you think about his athleticism, this is Fox Sports Radio, right? Mr. Perfect threw his own touchdowns to himself. <clears throat> he was hitting threes. The dude was hitting home runs. In, his, docu- in his documentary, they do talk about how when they did those funny little interstitials, those little gimmicks, yeah. that Kurt Hennig was a great athlete. And I loved his uh, his intro. His I loved his theme music. Minnesota guy. Yeah. Um, so, Mr. Perfect. And remember, guys, on the Throwback Thursday, we had those giant rubber old school WWF dolls. My sister hit me in the head with a big John Studd rubber wrestler when I was a kid. Busted my eye open. The thing weighed eight pounds. Uh, we had the thumb wrestlers. We had the ring. You know, it takes us back to a great time. Yeah. And, it, you know, makes you think about when you got this stuff for Christmas as a kid. Of course, kid. man. Uh, Danny G. Ramos, you want to throw any in there? Your top three old school yeah. wrestlers? I have one because there's only one on this list, you guys. Uh-oh. What do you think of when I say the casket match? Oh, the ultimate, well, I'm the sorry. The dead the un- man. The Undertaker. the Undertaker. Yes, carrying coffins. I loved his shit. I thought you were going to say Paul Bearer was your favorite. Oh, <laughs> yes, Danny G, Paul Bearer. Oh, yes. No, the, the Undertaker. <laughs> he was great. Honestly, the Undertaker was a great gimmick. How about when uh, when Tyson Fury actually pulled an Undertaker? Remember when remember when Deontay Wilder sort of almost, look like he knocked him out and he came up. He sits like, right yes. up. Dead, sits right up, sort of like the Undertaker. That's when uh, life imitates art. Uh, Dan Byer, you got one? You got I a couple? Got one that annoys me or just didn't make any sense. Do you guys remember Tugboat? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, he, he looked like a little kid getting a school picture taken. Well, well, he, Ooh, tugboat was, outfit. But Tugboat was, he was, a Tugboat was this actually an enormous guy, which didn't make sense to what a Tugboat actually was. Which, you know, Tugboat's a small boat that is right. able to draw. That's but, funny. But it was on the heels of, like, um, I think Earthquake was yeah. like a big, like, they were going with all these big guys, but then they had to, well, what else can we use? And they had Tugboat. This was late 80s, early 90s. Don't, so, don't, I, don't I, am I wrong by saying they Tugboat became Typhoon? Yes, that is correct. <laughs> That's right. That did happen because I think they realized how awful it was and how it didn't make any sense. They put him in a little sailor outfit and he yeah. was a big badass. It's like, <laughs> hey, we put out a little red and white striped uh, yeah. costume like if he was the yacht i would have like understood <laughs> right you know like tugboat. yeah hey dan so if you hated tugboat so much who was your favorite captain insano <laughs> <laughs> i i i'll tell you i did like the rockers when i was young but oh I also, yeah i also didn't understand the bushwhackers for the simple, yeah for the simple was it expected to draw in the international you know, uh, yeah, for uh, like weirdos from New Zealand, <laughs> love the Bushwhackers. Hey, it, they, they were like, a weird gimmick for sure. What was the sure. target audience on that? But oh. uh, yeah, I was, I, I did like the rock. Shawn Michaels yeah. was a badass. I, I'll give you one that no one mentioned. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, he wore like weird spandex, but the whole gimmick of him beating someone and then cutting their hair. I just thought that was something. Yeah, what a great idea.
Hey, How random. this is Bruce the Barber Beefcake, and I'm just coming in to do a little bit of strutting and cutting. And you better tune in to Cavino and Rich, baby, because otherwise you're going to get the Baldo Ronaldo cut. Yeah, that was your barber back in the day, right? Yeah, man, he gave me the Baldo Ronaldo. All right, let's say what's up to Timmy and in Indy, and then we got to get back to this Thursday night battle. Seahawks, Niners, Purdy all day. What's up, Timmy? I just wanted to say that uh, my son loves wrestling, and he's 36 now. But we was at the very first, um, I took them all of them. We went to Milwaukee for the first uh, King of the Ring when um, Stone Cold Steve Austin said 316 because Stone Cold said so. Yeah, you know, the whole story behind Stone Cold, by the way, is fascinating because they couldn't find him a gimmick that worked. They were they they made him like the ringmaster of a circus, like the ringmaster, and everyone's like, "What's this corny ass stuff?" What was his and first then, one though? It was, I think it was the no, ring. he was like the Adonis or the glorious something stone. Uh, no, he was uh, he was stunning Steve Austin, stunning Steve Austin. Yeah. and then Stone Cold was something his ex wife said. She she referred to her tea as oh it's Stone Cold, and he's like, "What'd you say?" <laughs> and then, hence Stone Cold Steve Austin. What, are the, what a badass wrestling gimmick! You really have to look back and and. Tip your hat if you're rocking one. Your noggin boss oversized hat to Vince McMahon and all the great gimmicks he came up well, with. You know, I, I just say that because anyone that loves sports the way we do, if you love your NFL, your baseball, your NBA, if you lived a similar childhood to me, all I cared about were sports, collecting baseball cards, playing sports, and wrestling was in that mix. Yeah. If you grew up in the 80s or 90s, wrestling was right there aside in my room. I probably had. Joe Montana stuff, uh, New York Mets, Gary Carter, Dwight Gooden, and I also had my Hulkamania workout set, my posters. So wrestling, I think a big part of, a big part of sports entertainment when we were kids, and it's bigger than ever now. It's just we're grown up. So, and I love all those documentaries. You know, Roddy Piper. What was yeah. that series that came out? Like the Dark Side of something. Oh, you know that was uh, I that think, was great. I think Mike that runs this place said yeah. that uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker was his favorite. I think as he wears that underwear still, you know, like the the leopard the leopard print <laughs> yeah. tiny whiteies. No, but he was great. Yeah. Everybody pretended to jo- jump off the top turnbuckle like Snooker as a kid growing up on a throwback Thursday. All right, so some old school wrestling. And by the way, most of those gimmicks would never fly now because they were all they're all sort of uh, sprinkled with a slight racism. Absolutely, <laughs> like, whatever you were, it was like let's amplify that when you lots think about of it. stereotypes. Lots of stereotypes back in the eighties and nineties from but, the Iron Sheik to Nikolai Volkov. I mean, hey, it was all stereotypes. Listen, man. It was a different time. All right, listen, let's get back to the Purdy thing. Kavino and Rich live from the TireRack.com studio. And by the way, as we get ready um, for tonight's Thursday Night Football, welcome to the tailgate presented by Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg, the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. Now, we're talking about this game tonight, and... We're thinking back about last week when you saw Purdy's family in the stands. I'm, I'm glad we talked wrestling because you gave me a minute to calm down because I, I I was about to think you were losing your mind. I'm not losing my mind. I'm standing my ground. Oh. I mean, Danny G also agrees with me, so we got to hear what he has to say about it and get to your phone calls. The question here, Fox Sports Radio Nation, is if you knew somebody, not if it was your kid, if you knew somebody, hey, it could be your kid. You knew somebody on a professional sports team. Do you now just leap and root for that team? Well, 
Do you, you just you, now, you know, you can't guide the conversation. Your alliance. You can't guide it totally your way. The jump off and the reason we bring this up is because we saw Brock Purdy's family, yeah. who probably had an alliance. They're from Arizona. He went to Iowa State. I doubt they were all Niners fans. The whole family's decked out in Niners gear. Their son is the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. So I'd imagine whoever they rooted for before, whether it was the Bears or the okay. or So the you think that Cardinals isn't like the Bears or, anymore? I bet you he does. He's just rooting for his son. You can still root for your son and still love the Bears. You know, let's go to the phone calls because I don't want to make you All guys right. wait. I do want to thank you for hanging on and hanging tight. 877-99 on Fox. Then I want to hear what Danny G has to say about it, too. And hanging tough. <laughs> What's up, new kids? Uh, Kervin in Connecticut. You're on Kavino and Rich. Do you change your alliance if your kid or someone close to you is on a team in the in the pros? Yo, listen, listen, listen. Yeah. I'm the biggest Patriots fan in the world. When I first came to this country, my friend put me on with Madden. He showed me, yo, this is the Patriots. Da, 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 da. I love the Patriots. If my son gets drafted to the Giants, just know. I'm a giant fan. Okay, all right. No, so he you're agrees. a reasonable, but smart is that where man. it stops, though? You know, you can't be. Is it the neighbor kid all of a sudden too? Now no, you're I mean, no. you're I, jumping. I think you root for that kid individually. I'm just saying we're we're talking about Purdy for a reason because you saw his family out of nowhere. Like they they never thought he'd start. They're right? all 49ers fans. Yeah. If my son, little two and a half year old Ben, ends up playing for the I said Philadelphia Phillies or the Nationals or any other competition for the New York Metropolitans. If my son gets drafted by the Braves, yo, farewell Mets. I'm a Braves fan. My son's on the team. I question your loyalty to the no, Mets. No, because sports. You can still be loyal to your son. Sports is a fantasy. rooting for him. Sports is a fantasy, right? No, sports is a reality. What are you talking about? Fantasy. You're going to root for strangers over your son and his teammates. You do that now, you goon. You do that now. You don't know. You didn't know Tim Tuffle growing up. Yeah, but if my uncle was. You uh, don't know Alfonso. If someone you know is on a team, I think, you know what? Because you're not in the scenario and neither am I or anyone, it's hard to really put ourselves in this. Kurt in Montana. What's up, Kurt? I meant Alonzo, but I said Alfonso. Hey, What's up, uh, Kurt? I uh, actually lived your story. My I was a backup lineman at Montana in the early 90s. Awesome. And the guy I played behind was a second-round NFL draft pick in 95. So he went to the Giants, and then in free agency goes to the 49ers. Well, I'm a Seahawks fan. So 04, I get some tickets, fly out to Seattle to watch the Seahawks and the Niners play, and I'm at uh, what's now Lumen Field making noise with all the 12s and Love and life as the Seahawks shut them out like 38 to nothing. So you're rooting against the team your boy's on? Yeah. <laughs> but he's not rooting for his boy to fail, right? I know it sounds absurd, but there's got to be a line somewhere. John, I'll compromise with you, Rich. Like, I get it. If it's your kid, right? Because you'll do anything for your kid. You love your kid to to no end. So, all right, you jump, your, jump away from your alliance, right? You're no longer a 49ers fan yeah. or a Mets fan or whatever. But that's where it has to end. You know, if it's your cousin, if it's your nephew, I, I don't think all of a sudden you just switch. You just root for them. What's up, John? South Carolina. You're on with Cavino and Rich. Hey, guys. Uh, love the show. Thank I'm you. driving and uh, just gave me a second wind. I'm driving back to Charleston from uh, Norfolk. I got two things. Uh, 
George the Animal, the wrestler who used to shoot the turnbuckle. Yeah. Yeah. That's old school. And then if your son is in uh, on a team that uh, you don't root for, I think you have to tell him he's adopted and then change his name. Yeah, that's probably the best solution. That's the best solution. <laughs> that's a good one. And by yeah. the way, he brings up George Animal Steel. This is like a lame thing, but I got to say, when I was a little kid, my parents took me to go see wrestling at Nassau Coliseum on Long Island, where the Islanders play. And I, I, we had pretty decent seats by the by the aisle. Georgie Animal Steel rips open a turnbuckle and starts throwing it like he used to do in the crowd. I picked up a bunch of the turnbuckle, and as a kid, I had it in a Ziploc bag like it was an important possession of mine. Like, this is Georgie <laughs> Animal's turnbuckle. And uh, Rich, foam. Rich, till this day, made a pill. He sleeps on it till this day. It's inside my pillow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in his pillowcase. It's in my pillowcase yeah. every night. Um, but got Danny G and Ramos. I, you guys, I, I want to bunk your heads together as well. You're going to give air, us a double noggin knocker? Off the air, Ramos goes, if my son played for the Giants, I would never wear a San Francisco Giants hat. I'm like, Ramos! <laughs> Here you are. He co- can't. Ramos. He's an L.A. Dodgers guy. Yeah, I would never. I would have a shirt that says, Go Lucas, which yeah. is my son's name. But you would have the Dodgers hat on. Yeah, I would. You know, I respect that. Ramos, I really do, man. All right, well, let me give us a Ramos a scenario. It's okay. NLCS. Your son, Lucas, is a position player for the Giants. Tie game, game seven, Dodgers-Giants. Your son's in the game. And the and the Giants are winning. Are you hoping they blow the save and your team, your son's team loses? No, okay. I'm not. <laughs> he's just not wearing. It. I, I, just, I just, just thought it's just a shirt to continue to say I, go, Lucas. And by the way, hold on. Think about it from this perspective, right? Yeah. Ramos is from the barrio. You think? <laughs> you think? Well, I don't about that. Okay, but you think he <laughs> could go back to his homeboys, and they're not gonna. Dog him for wearing like San Francisco uh, gear now. If his son's when a in, pro, yeah, but he has every right to root for his son. But now he's rocking the gear. They're gonna be like, dude, mm-hmm. you've been a Dodgers fan your whole life. Who are you? This is like Snoop bouncing around with different NFL teams all the time. No, yeah. you rep your team, and no I hope what. Yeah, if one of my kids goes pro, I hope it's my daughter. Uh, or I hope I have a daughter that goes to the N- WNBA because we don't have a favorite WNBA yeah, team. Yeah, you go wherever. That makes it easy. But if my son is playing, I don't know, let's say for the rival. Denver, maybe. Yeah, maybe Denver Broncos. I hope have a son and he plays with the Chiefs. <laughs> Oh, man. And by the way, hold man, on. I'm, Danny, I'm, wishing, I'm wishing fortune on your family, and you're still like, oh, man. Danny's our resident <laughs> diehard Raiders uh, fan. So let's make it clear. What okay. happens in that case, Danny? I think what I would do, how about this, for a, comp- a little bit of a compromise. Okay. I rock my Raider jersey with his jersey number, okay. and I put, like, some red streaks in his jersey number. You guys number. are on drugs. See? <laughs> no, man. You just can't jump like that. I'm telling you. I, I'm, I, there's nothing fair weather about me because it's kind of like who you are. There's right? nothing fair weather about me. But the I, listen, if it's your neighbor, I get it. Like if my neighbor's, uh, hey, do you hear our son got drafted by the Phillies? That's great. I'll root for him during his starts. But I'm a Mets fan. Sorry. Okay. What about your nephew, your brother's kid? If my brother's kid got to the major leagues or the NFL, if my son, if my nephew was a starting quarterback for the Seahawks, do you think I'd be rooting for the Niners tonight? Change your alliance just because? Cody in Southern California. What's up, Cody? What's up, fellas? How you doing today? What's up, man? If your kid or someone close to you made it to the pros, can you drop your team and root for whatever team they're on? Nah, man. Like, I mean, you go for that person, right? Like, you're always rooting for them, but, like, 
I'm, I mean, I'm a Dodger, Laker, Niner, right? That's my that's my teams right there. So like, you can, it's hard. Like, you grow up as culture, right? Like, and that, and, and so I mean, come being a Dodger fan, right? I, I lived in Barstow as a kid, and Dino Ebo's from Barstow, right? Third base coach for the Dodgers. Well, he was drafted when I was little, but he never made it to the show. And then when Socha hit the Angels, he brought him over to, for third base, right? So it was like a bar. It was a Dodger town. I moved away and come back, and then all of a sudden, like the whole like it was like Angels, right? And it's like. That's annoying, bro. Like, Yo, Cody, if you had, Cody, if you had a little boy, Cody, if you had a little boy and he got drafted by the San Francisco Giants, you're not rocking the orange and black? Bro, never. Never. <laughs> you know I what? And I don't think you're expected to. I just don't. I think there's an understood thing that you just root for your kid, as any parent would, you know, and your heart's on the line where they're playing. But you know, I don't think you're expected to change, Rich. James in New Orleans. What's up, James? Hey, what's up, guys? So, what's up? personal one for me here. So, uh, incredibly blessed. I got in a physician assistant school at the University of Kentucky. However, I've been a uh, Gators fan since the old ball coach in Werfel, and I'm torn because I've got all the Gators memorabilia, and I started Kentucky in like a month and a half. And uh, when I do the head-to-head matchup, I just don't know who to cheer for, to be honest. Yeah, but you're there now. You're in Kentucky. That's who you are now. James, come on. Uh, Zach in Florida, you're on with Kavine on Rich. It's you. Hey, how's it going? I have a four-year-old son, and if he went to the pros, I would root for him. But it, I'm a North Carolina fan, and if he ever went to Duke, I couldn't do it. Yeah. You're trying to tell me if your son was a starting <laughs> yes, point guard You're on the Duke. only guy, like, fleeting and fickle that would jump. No, not fleeting fickle. Yes. I'm a normal human Fair being. weathered or whatever you want to call it. Bro. No. I think more normal human beings don't feel like there's a pressure that they have to switch teams. You could still root for your kid. Uh, JR in Phoenix. You grew grew up where Brock Purdy grew up. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Hey, I've been a fan of you guys. I'm glad I found you again. I remember back in the day traveling West Texas as a traveling salesman. Glad to see you guys back. Yeah, brother. We're here, man. We're here. Welcome. Hey, I just wanted to tell you, so my daughter was very good friends with one of the Purdy clan, I guess you could say. Okay. And this whole situation, this whole time, their family has lost their beak, if you get what I mean. And it's kind of cool to see that vibe. I mean, it's you have no idea how excited this family is. I mean, let's, look, look at the, what he's talking about. They're, they're from Phoenix, Cardinals yeah. fans. You know, guess what? Guess what goes away? Their love of the Cardinals when their son is getting the, when all of Santa Clara at Levi is going Purdy, Purdy, Purdy. It's the dad can be like, yeah, but you know, I still like the Cardinals. You know, yeah. Come on, that sounds ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but I think a lot of times that's the all right. case. All right. Oh, I got, I got one. Um, this is interesting. I don't, I don't want to give up too much personal information, but I know someone out here in Los Angeles who one of my daughter's classmates, moms and dads, works for a family of someone that's very important with the Rams. Do they have to root for the Rams? No. No. They're, the person on the Rams pays their bills. Mm. Now it's like business. Mm. You know Danny. what I'm saying? Like, let's just say, I'll, I'll make it basketball. Let's say, you're, uh, let's say your wife was LeBron James' nanny. Don't you think you got to be a Lakers fan then? If, you're, if your family... I don't know. You guys are you guys are very committed. I thought I was a diehard fan. It's I guess being not. A fan. It's called growing up, as we said before, in that culture. And all of a sudden, you're asking. You don't you're know asking Danny G, who wears Raiders gear every day, every day, to all of a sudden just switch his whole identity. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you all right, you look at me. It's, it's your you identity. Don't, you, you don't know anyone that's a bigger Mets fan than me. I wake up in the morning. I look at one of the first things I check is like any, the Mets make any moves. I'm diehard Mets. My little son, 
who I hope loves baseball the way I do. He's a, he's a big kid. What if he becomes to that level? And all of a sudden, uh, my son's on the Arizona Diamondbacks. You think I'm going to be like, yeah, go, Steve Cohen, spend that money on the – no. All right. Well, that, hey, you know, you're know, you the uh, only one that's no, saying maybe it. Maybe me. Uh, yeah, I'm the weirdo then. Robert in SoCal, wrap this up, and then we'll go check in with Dan Byer. What's up? Hey, I love your guys' show. Thank you, bro. Uh, it mean, means a lot. But let, let, me, let me tell you, I am also a diehard old-school Mets fan. Still believe Gil Hodges was the best manager ever. <laughs> okay. But that's another story another time. If my kid, and as much as I love my Mets, if my kid had anything to do with it, unfortunately, mine are grown. They ain't going to make it on the baseball team. But I would have switched in a minute. And I'll tell you a quick story. When my daughter was getting her driver's license, I was really concerned. It was a struggle for her to get that license. And I took her to take the test. And as she's driving away with the instructor that uh, passes or fails her at the DMV, I made a deal. If she passes, it'll be okay if the Mets don't make it to the World Series that year. And so I sold out my favorite team that I die for, for my kids. It's your so fault. if they play for it, I'm You're the reason. the reason. Robert. Robert. It's the reason. Did she, did she pass at least? <laughs> well, yeah, of course she did. The Mets never make it anywhere. <laughs> hey, she probably has a nice uh, brand new car, He too. did one of those. If I make this shot, she'll love me. Uh, have you guys ever, has everyone done that? He the did playground? one of those. Three-pointer. If I get this in, she'll like me. He did one of those for his daughter. Gave up his, his Mets for his kids. I'll see. Carlton in slow motion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, hey, I, I think uh, it's an alliance for a reason, right? It's it's your identity. It's the culture. Hey, but teach his own with privilege, as my dad would say. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. Like, you know, who's ready to get to Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to. Not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could. Maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and the then Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you <laughs> telling me? The whole time. <laughs> 
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for Forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express Employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com, ExpressPros.com today. Ooh, we're throwing it back on a Thursday. Is this, it. what, 1984? Ooh. Is this Band-Aid, right? Am I right about that? Anyway, happy holidays. Covino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio, CNR on FSR. We're going to throw it back, talk some old school wrestling. Old school in 50 hits in life and on the clock today. I'm Covino, that is Rich. So Jason Stewart, super producer of The Doug Show. What's super up, producer. Super. No, no, I'm, I'm right below Danny G. Danny G's super producer. I'm whatever second. You're an amateur producer? Yes. <laughs> but you do have a cape on. That's right. That's true. Only a cape. Um, <laughs> what I love about this song, and I know you have a theory on this, yeah. Bono's line of tonight, thank God it's them instead yes. of you, insinuating thank God they're hungry and poor and we're not. And he hated that. So for 25 years or whatever, he would do interviews and he would say, I really regret doing that because it became so popular. And then they did a redo like 18 months or two years ago. They did a redo. Yeah. We're going to have all the people back and we're going to redo the song. And he had different lyrics. That are just so lame. But the problem is nobody heard this one. So his correction was never like made because it never like made it big. It didn't catch on. Yeah. But when you think about it, it's the most like ridiculous line ever. It's a song about hunger, right? And he really leans into it. Oh, yeah. Because tonight. Oh, no. And tonight. And tonight. Thank God it's them. Instead of you. Instead of you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's Man. just so ridiculous Thank that God it was ever even written. And then hungry. someone approved it, and they're like, yeah. They gave him the thumbs up. Like, yeah, that's the one. But, you know, aside from that line, I do love the song. I mean, everything except for that line is awesome. To me, it, like, stands up. It's an edgy tune. It's got a great beat to it. I, I listen to it when it's not Christmas time. But my, my quick story is this. Yeah. I used to have a debate with my buddy, uh, who does the best performance in, in the first couple of verses of the song. My vote is Boy George. I think he kills the song. I think he stands out. He takes over the Ooh. song. Okay. My buddy's uh, opinion is that George Michael 
is better, which is hard to disagree with. So I took it to Twitter one day, yeah. and I said, "At Boy George is the best performance on this song." My buddy thinks that it's George Michael, but it's Boy George. Boy George, um, he uh, what do you call it? Unfollowed me, <laughs> or no, no, blocked me. He blocked, he blocked you. me. Blocked you. That's aggressive. <laughs> I'm blocked on Twitter by Boy George for complimenting him <laughs> is in the song. A true story. Very yeah. true. I can what? show you my Twitter right now. It'll say Boy George I'd blocked be so you. So insulted if I were you. Yeah. Kavino and Rich is the greatest show I've ever heard. Block. Get us. Wait a minute. Block it. I don't even get that. You know wow. what? I, let me let me sit on that and think about this. And let me give you another story about that song. Rich was like last year years old. Rich was last year years old when he realized they were saying feed the world at the end. It's true. Feed the world. Yeah. Let thought- them know it's Christmas. Yeah. Rich thought up until like a year ago they it's were true. just going. What, what did you think they were doing? I thought they were saying freedom. Oh. <laughs> freedom. Freedom. Whoa. Oh, freedom. Whoa. 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 Freedom. Whoa. 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 I love it. I got to say, Jason, I agree with you actually about the Boy George line. You That's know, great. Boy George really owns that song. I appreciate his part in the song, and when it comes to "We Are the World," I always appreciate a Steve Perry and and that's true. Huey Lewis yeah. really brought it. Will, Willie Nelson ruined it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, as God has as God has shown us. Here oh, he is. Yeah, him Ooh. at his peak right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, and, he man. Blo- and he blocked you for giving him the love goosebumps. I still gives me goosebumps. His performance. Man. Yes. And he blocked me. Thanks, boy George. <laughs> boy sucks. George, man. Well, there you go. That's Band-Aid. the story behind the story. Band Aid, nineteen eighty four. Thanks for having Feed me, guys. The world. Hey, Are you kidding me? Hey, anytime, anytime, buddy. Happy holidays to Happy holidays, the Doug you guys. Gottlieb Show. Jason Stewart, thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. I look forward to getting your gifts. I don't know. When are you guys going to give us your gifts? Like oh, a week from um, now? Yes. That's okay, about cool. Right. That, that's about right. Great. Yeah. You know, I, I say that I'm an easy guy to please yeah. as, long, as long as it's expensive. So <laughs> Perfect. I just give Christmas a lot hugs. Of money. Yeah. No, no. Hugs and I bring it in real low. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it in low, man. Let's smash some helmets. Yeah. It's Fox Sports Radio. And he asks you to cough. Leave. It's really weird. Leave now. That's, Save that's just what I do. I mean, this is my way of saying I love you. Save yourself. Happy holidays. Jason Stewart, everybody, you, from Jason. the Doug Gottlieb Show. That's a great and you song. you know what? It's amazing, Rich, because of all the things we've debated throughout the years, I don't think we ever debated like who really owned that part of the song. I do agree with Jason. I respect his opinion on that. Boy George is really underrated as a singer, and he's a unique guy. I mean, he doesn't like compliments, clearly. But I'm going to listen back tonight and see, you know, once and for all, who, who does have the best part. You know, it's an interesting thought. They try to do these things again. They try to redo that they tried to do a modern version of like we are the world for a fundraiser was the 80s just a magical time where yes. that cheese was accepted yeah. where now if you got like drake lady gaga it's like if Bieber, some other team tried you know, to do the super bowl shuffle it just wouldn't be the same i mean but then again the eagles christmas record is fantastic it is great no <laughs> not that the is Eagle, great not like glenn fry the eagles rest in peace what we're talking like <laughs> The, the Philadelphia Eagles have Christmas music. They do. They do. But uh, the funniest part about that song, though, really is Bono leaning into it. Bono, the righteous Bono, who's like the ultimate do-gooder and activist. And he leans in and says, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. To me, that's just so hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I think the next lyric they deleted was he was going to say, I have food, nanny, nanny, poof, poof. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, that's terrible, right? I mean, anyway, hey, good classic Christmas song. Thank you, Ramos. And uh, 
eggnog. Can we, do, can we wrap this up? Are we trying this next week? Eggnog, let's do it. I mean, Mike came in here. You know Mike that runs this place? Yeah. He was like, Oops. I agree with you guys, Cavino and Rich. Eggnog, I don't like it. Well, then it, it does. Looks it like, looks uh, like you're eating pancake batter. I'm not. I love pancakes. Pancake batter? Bithquick. I love Bithquick. <laughs> it's not that <laughs> thick. Bithquick. Bithquick. <laughs> that Bithquick. It's not that thick. It's not that thick. No. Uh, but well, I don't know. I always associate it with. I know like, you're used to hearing that. Growing it's not up. That thick. And you see your mom. <laughs> like, my, I, I think of my mom. Growing up, and like she would be drinking V8s, you know, when she was on her health kicks and V8 tab on a throwback Thursday and eggnog around the holidays. And she still drinks this. But this, blech, the key to eggnog. I'll try it. I'll try it. Spot, give us the recipe that we're going to try next week with the whole crew. Because I, 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 feel, mean, like, I feel like we need to have a little eggnog. There's no recipes. You know, you pour some eggnog in a glass over ice, and then you just add your favorite alcohol. Like, amaretto works, Kahlua works, uh, bourbon's really good with it. I like really? it. You know what uh, I love? I love, uh, I love a coffee with like Baileys or something. Is there, is there like a no, Baileys. A little too much. A little too, be too uh, you thin, need yeah. something with a contrast because it is a little bit sweet. But the key to eggnog is you can't buy that stuff that's in a carton that you get at the... Oh, like, really? You got to make it? Yeah. No, you don't have to make it. You have to get it... The glass jar. More of the higher end eggnog, like in a glass jar. Maybe your you go to Whole state, your your, uh... state has a dairy <laughs> oh, okay. or like there's, a, there's just a higher quality right. eggnog. Fair enough. You know what? Next week, we'll try it. How about that? How about that? Over ice, it's not as thick. The ice kind of thins it out a little bit. The alcohol thins it out a little bit. It's a really good drink. Okay. Man, what a tease. That's Sweet, though. Compelling radio. Next week, everybody, the eggnog t- uh, But tasting. think about it. Here's why you bring it up yeah. right now. It's Thursday night. I like to start the weekend early. When you got a game on, like tonight, you're going to have a drink. I know I am. I t- I'm telling you, I can't wait. I'm going to have myself an old-fashioned, maybe a nice cerveza, something tonight. While I'm watching this game, and I'll be rooting. Mm. Actually, you know what? Eggnog. I'm just rooting for a good game. I like Geno Smith. I like Seattle. I like Dan Byer. 49ers? It's not like a must win for these guys right now. They got a, a great team. It's not a team. must win for Seattle either. Purdy's hurt, right? So, no, I know, but they're the underdogs here, I think. So, I like rooting for the underdog. I'm just rooting for a great game to watch. Got a lot of sexy names. You got two good teams. And I know Rich is super pumped about it. Well, you know, it's uh, the 49ers, I believe, are wearing their all-white throwbacks that everyone loves, those 94, mm-hmm. 95, when they won the Super Bowl with Steve Young with the shadow behind the, the numbers. Yeah. So they'll be rocking those tonight in Seattle. Listen, Brock Purdy playing in Seattle is a lot different than two home games. Yeah, and it's going just like we thought. You know, we thought it'd be like a game time sort of decision, but he's playing. He's not going to let the oblique stop the momentum and ruin his opportunity here. Well, so he's going to play. He's probably a little hurt, probably a little sore, a little banged up, but Purdy is back. Well, let's talk to Dan Beyer about tonight and what else is going on in the world of sports. Hey, Dan. Guys, uh, we have to review the tape. Who laughed when uh, Cavino said, and I like Dan Beyer? There was a there was an <laughs> under-the-breath giggle. Oh, that was probably me. Uh, was that a spot? A, a spot. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure where it came from. But uh, if we check the tape, uh, you can hear it. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my (laughs) Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for Forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express Employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com, ExpressPros.com today. All right, Cavino and Rich. A few reminders tomorrow, Rich. Yeah. Getting ready for the weekend. Yeah, buddy. Tomorrow, well, we're going to go over which teams have that nervous stomach. <laughs> the nervous farts. Which teams are going to be giving Tecmo Bowl high fives sitting pretty this weekend. And sitting everything purdy. you need sitting pretty. Things you need to watch this weekend, weekend hobnobbing, so you know what's going on in the world of sports and pop culture. We do that tomorrow. And another reminder, word is in. Reminder boy. I'm reminder boy. Word is in that right after Christmas, oh, very little special Christmas gift to you, Fox Sports Radio Nation. We'll be filling in for Dan Patrick on the 28th, 29th, and 30th. Oh. How do you like that? Oh. How do you like them apples? Oh, man. I, I like waking up early and getting it done. I honestly... When it's 9 a.m. West Coast and we just did a killer show for Dan, and it's like, what do we do with the rest of the day now? You know, I'll be I'm putting together toys is what I'll be doing. That's what you'll I'll be, be doing. I'll be eating Taylor Ham sandwiches. <laughs> you'll be like oh, Santa this Claus. This needs batteries. Oh, damn it. I forgot batteries. No, I'll, I'll be on the East Coast, actually. So I'll be in Jersey celebrating the holidays with my family. So I'll be eating some Taylor Ham, egg and cheese, Ooh. salt, pepper, ketchup, pumping my fist to the Fox Sports Radio Nation. Well, Tom, from Jersey, Union, New Jersey, we're out here in Los Angeles. And Rich, I know you're fired up about your team tonight. Uh, Ramos, no need for teaser town. I'll tell you why. Because oh. the over-under is tricky to me. Tonight, you know why? The over under. You're not taking us to Teaser Town. No, we're gonna sit home and we're gonna have grilled cheese and tomato soup. <sighs> we're uh, we're we're you know we're relaxing. Maybe we'll go to Flavor Town instead. Is that I okay? wanted to see Let's all the see. Christmas lights hey, in Teaser Town. Hey, it's Um, no, you know what? It's the the over under is 43. So you could say take the under. You could say tease it up to 49 and take the under. 
which is probably the, the right bet, right? I just can't see the 49ers defense really allowing much for Seattle. But if the Niners put up some points, and let's say the Seahawks put up 17, it's 30-something. I don't know. I, I don't want to touch you over under, but I will, what I will do is this. The point spread is Niners by three and a half. I hate to lay more money than need be, but if you buy a point and take it from three and a half to two and a half, buy a point, you might have to wager 150, 160 to win 100. But Niners to win by a field goal or less feels like a safe bet to me. They'll wrap up the division. I think Seattle's good. It's in Seattle. I don't like the, I don't like playing with the over under. Dan Byer even got in my head a little bit too before he left. The over under, like this, this could be a low scoring Thursday night game, and I kick myself in the ass if I pick the over. But can you see? I feel the, like Dan Byer just like Jedi mind tricked. I got a twenty four thirteen Niners. Uh oh. Oh my god. Spot came, was right. came in my vision. Spot was right about last week. Remember last my week? vision. Damn it. Twenty four thirteen Niners. Richard. You know it's funny spot. I think total points for the Niners tonight is twenty three and a half. So you're going over. 24-13. Oh, interesting. Here's the question I said I wanted to get to before we get out of here. If the Niners do win, they'll they'll sit at 10-4. and four. Again, I said they're not going to catch the Eagles. The right. Eagles right now are 12-1. Yeah, yeah, they're 12-1. You're not going to catch the Eagles, and there's no way you'd fall to the four seed because the Bucks are 6-7. and seven. The worst the Niners could go is 10-7 and seven if they win tonight, right? Mm-hmm. And they beat the Bucks, so they'd win the tiebreaker. So the Niners, if they win tonight... I don't know if I've ever seen a team. You've seen teams clinch a playoff spot. But, but have, this early, right? But have you ever seen... No, no. Like, the Eagles already clinched. But have you ever seen a team clinch a spot with no position to wiggle up or down? Because in the last oh, okay, weeks or so, it's like, yeah. well, if they play hard, they might get the one seed or two seed. Or the 49ers are not getting the bye. But they're also not getting the four seed. So if they win tonight, how do you play Purdy? So you're you're and sort of Bosa. saying like not a whole lot to really play for. If they win tonight, they the, win the tonight last three we, the last three weeks they could go thirteen and four or ten and seven, and they'll likely still be the three seed. Which yeah. means you'd the, need the Vikings to lose. Probably you would need, you would need the Vikings to lose one or two to be the two seed. So what you're looking at is does. Kyle you're Shannon, at games that don't matter. Yeah, that much. three games that don't matter, and right. you got a rookie, uh, a second-year quarterback who's trying to find his way, who's a little injured. Bose is a little banged up. McCaffrey, you might want to give him a light workload. I think Kittle, that's what you do. Is it? Do you, do you just play like lazy football yeah. for three weeks? Though that's I don't. It's a weird thought, right? No team. I don't. I, I promise you. Very rarely does a team clinch, but no. Where they're seated. Usually going into week 17, Danny, remember you fill out the charts. It's like, well, this team wins and they lose. and They, they could be a one seed or they could drop to a wild card. Yeah. The 49ers will be locked, essentially. Ask the Dodgers. You do not want to wait for a week or two. You, <sighs> you don't want to sit around. You ain't kidding. But I just wonder, do you say, well, next week against the Commanders, uh, Nick Bosa, you play a half a football. If you're feeling a little, uh, a little yeah, sore, you, can't you, let him, you can't let them get rusty either, right? It's like a weird mix that I think Kyle Shanahan's going to have a weird coaching situation for the last weeks of the season. And then Debo, they're like, Debo will be back for the regular season. Well, why rush him if it means nothing? No, yeah, there's no need to rush him back if this is the to case. To take a couple reps yeah. just to get get the footwork? Huh. Interesting. And yeah. you know what? I'll tell you what. You guys could chime in at Cavino and Rich. And until then, uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. In- enjoy the game tonight. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Mm, happy holidays, Goodbye, guys. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell host of Revisionist History, eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, 
eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit mrsmyers.com today.